Hello and welcome to a Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and it is such a blessing to have you join us today. Um, I'm just so thankful that you decided to download today's episode. I'm thankful that you've downloaded previous episodes, and uh, I just pray that God continues to draw you closer to Him as you spend um, more intentional time in His Word. As always, I would invite you to continue to share this with friends or family or um, just anyone that you think may want to know more about God and His Word. Um, The sum of all of His Word is truth, and we have the truth, friend. It's available to us um, from God the Father, from the Creator of the whole universe, and um, I just pray that you will feel led to share it. And when I say it, I mean God's Word. Um, It's the uh, absolute truth. Breathed out by God, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work, as we read in 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. So, our word for the day comes from... Zephaniah chapter 2, verse 3, and this is for February the 3rd, 2022, and it reads as follows from the ESV. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who do His just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. We find ourselves today in the Minor Prophet book of Zephaniah. There are 12 Minor Prophet books. This one is right after Habakkuk and just before Haggai. (laughs) And um, it's such a blessing in this little book. There's three chapters. And um, as always, we like to go back and try to get some background um, so we can understand um, who the original audience was and what we can learn about God and about our lives from this. Because um, as we just read in Second Timothy, all scripture is God breathed and profitable for teaching and reproof and correction. And so even though this may have been originally written um, to the Israelites, to Judah, uh, we can learn so much from this. So Zephaniah, um, we read about uh, him in the very first chapter of his little book, uh, Zephaniah 1, chapter 1, and it says, The word of the Lord that came to Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah. So Zephaniah, being in the lineages lineage of Hezekiah was a royal descendant, and in my study uh, notes, I read that um, he was one of the only prophets who had, um, who was of royal descent, and so that probably, um, the thought is, is that probably allowed him to have the ear of King Josiah because of his heritage. You know, after, um, well, uh, we read about Samuel yesterday and how uh, he was uh, commanded to anoint the first king of Israel, which was Saul. And then after Saul, um, David was anointed, and then David's son Solomon became king. And during those times, the king, the uh, nation of Israel was united. 
after Solomon, um, the nation was split into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. The southern kingdom was known as Judah, and the northern kingdom was um, called Israel. And <clears throat> it is, uh, Josiah is in this line of kings of Judah. And it is through that line that Jesus comes. And in the book of Revelation, we see that Jesus is referred to as the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Um, we see that in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, and it says, And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, is conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. But Judah had gotten, uh, once again, God's people had gotten farther and farther away from him, and it, they had turned to idolatry. They were not worshiping as they should. They were not following the book of law as they had been encouraged to do um, by Moses. And um, things just were not going well. And so Zephaniah was a prophet who was who prophesied that things were getting ready to change, that there was going to be uh, the great day of the Lord. And in his book, he or his prophecy, he talks about that God's judgment on this corruption and wit wickedness, uh, but also talks about God's uh, plan to restore Judah. Uh, there is always good news if we repent and return to God. That is a theme that runs throughout the scripture. I mentioned about uh, the kingdom, you know, how Samuel had uh, been commanded by God to anoint uh, Saul, who turned away from God um, and didn't obey him and do what he told him to. And then he gave the kingdom to David. And even though David made mistakes, he was uh, listed in the scripture as um, a man after God's own heart. And then um, the kingdom went from David to his son Solomon, and even Solomon, who had been so blessed by God and who had been given the, uh, this wonderful wisdom, um, wiser than any other man that had ever been known or has been since, the scripture says. Um, and Solomon was the one that was charged to rebuild the Lord's temple. And then we read in First Kings uh, chapter 11, um, how Solomon turned away from the Lord. It says, First um, uh, King chapter 11, beginning in verse 4, For when Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, uh, after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. So Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did not wholly follow the Lord as David his father had done. And then if you skip down to verse 9, And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord commanded. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, Since this has been your practice and you have not kept my covenant, uh, and my statues that I've commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Yet for the sake of David, your father, I will not do it in your days, but I will tear it out of the hand of your son. However, I will not tear away all of the kingdom, but I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of David, my servant, 
and for the sake of Jerusalem that I've chosen. And that one tribe was Judah. And um, <clears throat> so that's where there was the split. There was the um, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. As I mentioned before, so the southern kingdom was um, known as Judah, and the northern kingdom was the other tribes known as Israel. And over the next um, many years, there were several kings that came through, and more of them than not uh, were listed in the scriptures uh, that they did not uh, follow what the Lord had told them to do, um, and they did evil in the sight of the Lord. And God sent prophets like Zephaniah and some of the other prophets to encourage them to repent and to turn back. Because even way back in uh, at the end of Moses' um, ministry and uh, his leading of the children, he had told them very clearly in Deuteronomy, um, if you look at the end of Deuteronomy, um, he had said, you know, I call... Uh, you today there's going to be blessings and curses if you are obedient to god and you follow this law that i've put before you he will bless you if you are disobedient you will have curses on you and i mean they told him that from the very beginning and um still yet the people turned away <clears throat> let me just say that you can read um a lot of these accounts in um Second King in First and Second Kings and First and Second Chronicles, and a lot of times those will have parallel stories. They'll have uh, very similar accounts of the different kingdoms and what was going on. But in this time, when uh, Zephaniah prophesied, we there had been uh, King Hezekiah and then his son Manasseh, who um, it says. Uh, did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, uh, or evil in the eyes of the Lord. And then his son, uh, Amon, also did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. When we get to King Josiah, and I love this in Second Kings uh, 22, um, 2 Kings chapter 22, beginning in verse 1, it says, Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 31 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jedidiah, the daughter of Adiah of Bozkath. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in all the way of David his father, and he did not turn aside to the right or to the left. So based based on the opening of Zephaniah, where it says that um, the word of the Lord that came to Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, uh, Zephaniah, God had given him this uh, prophetic word, this prophecy to give to um, Josiah, either uh, right before he reigned or during the reign. And it's thought that some of this prophecy... Um, God used uh, to encourage some of the reforms that Josiah made. Zephaniah opens with um, talking about the judgment that was going to come on the uh, the kingdom of Judah. And it said, I will utterly, beginning in uh, chapter 1, verse 2, I will utterly sweep away everything from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will sweep away man and beast. I will sweep away the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea and the rubble of the wicked. I will cut off mankind from the face of the earth, declares the Lord. I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will cut off from this place the remnant of Baal and the name of the idolatrous priest, along with the priest 
those who bow down on the roofs to the host of the heavens, those who bow down and swear to the Lord, and yet swear by Milcom, those who have turned back from following the Lord, who do not seek the Lord or inquire of him. So um, the Lord gave Zephaniah this prophecy that there was judgment coming and that the day of the Lord was near. And um, he describes this day of the Lord, Zephaniah does, um, as we lead into our verse for the day. Um, uh, it says um, in Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 14, it says, The great day of the Lord is near, near and hastening fast. The sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. The mighty man cries aloud there, A day of wrath is that day, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet blast and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the holy battlements. And then we jump over to uh, chapter 2 of Zephaniah, and it says, Gather together, yes, gather, O shameless nation, before the decree takes effect, before the day passes away like chaff, before there comes upon you the burning anger of the Lord, before there comes upon you the day of the anger of the Lord. And then our verse for the day, Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who do his just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility, perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. So even though uh, God had already uh, purposed to uh, have this judgment on Judah for their wickedness, for their turning away from him, for their idolatry, all the things that he had told them not to do, you still see this plea um, in in verse 3, our verse for the day that says, um, But seek the Lord, all you humble of the land who do his just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. Um, there's always that encouragement to turn back to the Lord, to repent. And it's it was for them, for Judah, and it's for us as well. Um, but there's a way that we must seek. It's not to seek with... Um, haughtiness or thinking uh, more highly of ourselves than we should but it's to seek him with humility realizing that we are dust we are the created not the creator we are all sinners not one of us is righteous not one of us um, is worthy um, in front of a holy god and what is really, um, really neat that we read about in Second Kings chapter twenty-two, um, in as we were talking about Josiah, um, is as we read before, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and walked in all the way of David his father, and he um, had felt led to clean up and repair the temple because it had not been um, used as it was intended. And we read down in um, chapter 22 of Second Kings, verse 8, it says, And Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law and the house of the Lord. You know, that book of the law, the book of Moses that we talked about, I think, on the 31st of January. Um, it had been lost. It had been in the rubble of the temple. And Josiah, who was trying to do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, um, had sent people to repair this, and they found the book of the law. And um, it's so um, neat. If you uh, hop over to verse 11 of Second Kings 22, it said, When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. And the king commanded Hilkiah the priest, and Ahakim the son of Shaphan, and Akbar the son of 
Micaiah and Shaphan the secretary and Isaiah the king's servant saying go inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that, he, that has been found for great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us so he uh, finally uh, was able to read the law and realized they um, the law showed them what um, sin that they committed as a as a nation of Judah. So the the priest and the others that the king had sent went to the prophetess and named Huldah. We see this in beginning in Second Kings twenty two fourteen and then jumping down to fifteen it says, and she Huldah the prophetess said to them, Thus says the Lord the God of Israel, Tell the man who sent you to me, and that's Josiah. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring disaster upon this place and upon its inhabitants, all the words of the book that the king of Judah has read. And that was in the book of the law, because Moses had outlined it very clearly many, many, many years ago, uh, before about what would happen if they were disobedient. And then picking back up in Second uh, Kings uh, twenty-two seventeen. Because they have forsaken me and have made offerings to other gods that they may provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands. Therefore my wrath will be kindled against this place and it will not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, and that's Josiah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, thus shall you say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, regarding the words you have heard. Because your heart was penitent, and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard how I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and you have torn your clothes and wept before me, I have also heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will gather you to your fathers, and you shall be gathered to your grave in peace, and your eyes shall not see all the disaster that I will bring upon this place. And they brought back word to the king. And Josiah had done uh, exactly what Zephaniah had prophesied uh, from the Lord and encouraged them to do, as well as what had been in the book of the law. But he had sought the Lord, um, and he humbled uh, himself. It says, Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land who do his just commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. And that's what he'd done. He had torn his robes. He uh, had prayed for Judah, perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the anger of the Lord. And so uh, Josiah did, in fact, die in battle, but he was not there to endure the punishment um, that uh, was coming to Judah for their disobedience. And as I've mentioned before, even though um, this book of prophecy in this case was specifically to Judah, we learn much of the character of God and how he deals with his children. Um, he gave opportunity for them to do the right thing and then encouraged them even in this uh, prophecy to seek him and to seek in humility. And that's a lesson for us when we're uh, seeking to draw closer to him uh, we should do that in humility, remembering who we are in um, in the presence of a holy God, uh, to humble ourselves before him, to realize that we're sinners and that without his grace, without his mercy, we wouldn't have a chance. Without the fact that he sent Jesus, his one and only son, to the world to die for us, to pay for our sins, um, so that we could have that relationship with him, we wouldn't have a chance. And um, 
I would just encourage you, um, one of the ways that you can seek and draw closer to him is to spend time in his word, to read his word, to study his word. Um, and that's how you know more of him. That's how you see more of his character. And um, then you will want to be more like him. You will want to draw closer to him because even though it may seem harsh as we've read before the lord disciplines those he loves and um, he wants us to have a right heart before him but he's not going to make us do it he's given us a free will and i love this from our verse today seek the lord all you humble of the land who do his just commands we won't know his commands if we're not in his word and then seek righteousness and you know truly jesus is our righteousness he's the lord our the righteous we read in matthew in the new testament uh, chapter 6 verse 33 but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is its own trouble and we read in psalm 32 beginning in verse 6 and this goes along with what we just had in our verse for the day therefore let everyone who is godly offer a prayer to you at a time when you may be found surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him you are a hiding place for me you preserve me from trouble you surround me with shouts of deliverance and yet another we read in Psalm 119, 114, it says, You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. So once again, the way that we'll know that righteousness, uh, which is Jesus, the way that we know that humility is we learn it from his word, and we will be hidden. He is our hiding place. And um, he will deliver us. And while um, Zephaniah was talking about a specific thing that was coming to Judah, um, a specific events that were coming to Judah, as I mentioned, we see the character of God. And, and friend, there's a day, there's going to be a final day of the Lord when there's going to be judgment. And if we are in Christ, if we are covered in his righteousness, if we're hidden in him and he covers us, then we will be able to escape the um, the wrath that's coming. Um, but if we don't believe in him, if we have not confessed his son, um, Jesus, as Lord of all and as our Savior, then that day is coming. And so I would just encourage you to... Um, to continue to seek him, seek him in humility, seek his righteousness, spend time in his word, um, read his word, study his word, live his word, and share his word. And friend, I want to close from with this little excerpt from the major prophet uh, book of Jeremiah, chapter 32, beginning in verse 38, because um, this has implications for us, and all of the word does, but um, this was uh, a prophecy that the Lord had given Jeremiah <clears throat> about good things that were going to come even after all that judgment had come on Judah for um, for the way that they had turned away. And if, you, if we pick up in chapter 32 of Jeremiah, verse 38, And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for their own good and the good of their children after them. I will make with them an everlasting covenant that I will not turn away from doing 
uh, good to them, and I will put the fear of me in their hearts, and they that they may not turn from me. I will rejoice in doing them good, and I will plant them in this land in faithfulness with all my heart and all my soul. For thus says the Lord, just as I have brought all this great disaster upon this people, so I will bring upon them all the good that I promised them. And friend, that promise, um, as we um, had talked about before, all of our yeses, all the promises find their yes in Jesus, and we learn about him in the word. Blessings to you, friend. Until next time.